0: they were like little vines and they had pretty little flowers and they, they grew up. She said, it was really cool to see these little vines. And she said, they were so little that you could actually go up and just take your finger and snap them off. They were just, but, it, but they looked kind of nice and they didn't seem very threatening. He, she said, so I just let them grow. And she said, and before you know it, those things had sprouted thorns and it was where you couldn't reach down and grab them but after they had sprouted thorns she said they got like that big and then that big and she said and pretty soon they had entangled themselves around trees to the point that they were cut into the bark of the tree and she said and I went from being able to snap it off of my fingers to where to touch them had thorns that long all over and she said it would just pierce through gloves that I wore she said I had Carhartt gear on and I was I was all prepared she said and it was still tearing me to pieces she said it went from, you couldn't take shears to get it. You had to have a chainsaw to get it. I had to rent equipment to go in and take this stuff out. And she said, you know what? It made me think about sin and the things that deceive you. And she said, you know what happens in the beginning? It's something you could pluck off that quick. This is a relationship that is not right. Or this is a goal that is really not a God-honoring goal. What I'm really wanting to do is get rich. Of course, I want to do it so I can give a lot of money to the church, but I want to get rich, right? And so those little things that I have, those little temptations that go on in my life, and, and those little things, they look so pretty, and they, they would be so easy to deal with if I dealt with them now, right? The worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, whatever else it is, those little things. She said, if, if you plucked it right then, you could have it. She said, but you let it grow and pretty soon, it's going to take everything you've got to fight against it and cut it out. And I did the same thing at my, 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 my wife's uh, grandmother's home we were clearing. And I was in the same kind of fight. I actually went from shears to a chainsaw to a, to, if y'all know what a bobcat is, it's like a little bulldozer thing. And, and it got to where she had these beautiful things like a camellia that has almost like roses on it, just beautiful, or a dogwood tree, an azalea. Well, every one of them had been so entangled in the vines, and it was so enmeshed in it that, that they couldn't even be saved. They had just been completely wrecked. And isn't it tragic to see what can happen? So here's the thing right now. God's just saying to somebody here, somebody saying, you got something to pluck. You have thorns growing up in your life right now, and you got some plucking to do, and if you don't pluck now, you're going to be bleeding later. Everybody get it? you got to pluck it out now. And if you're one person that's already grown a good bit, you need to go ahead and get the shears and get to it, right? And if you need a chainsaw, rent a chainsaw. If you need some help, get some help. Get a bobcat. Do whatever it takes. But you've got to get on it and get that weed out, right? Agreed? Those thorns will choke the life out of you. And God's saying, do it now. But then he said, he said, the seed that fell, verse 23, I believe he says, the, the seed that that falling on the good soil is it refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. And this is the one that produces a crop, 160 or 30 times what was sown. What what's producing a crop? So, some people say that, that producing a crop means that what is the Since it's producing a crop, it's producing the fruit, like the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It's going to produce that kind of stuff in me. Character like character of Jesus. Other people say, well, no, producing a crop is like doing good works, like Jesus talked about. Let people see your good deeds, right? By a tree, by its fruit, you'll know it. So the good things that you do, you'll do a lot of good things. Other people say, no, producing a crop is reproducing yourself. So it's making new disciples and bringing people to a relationship with Jesus. So which is it? Is it all of them, right? All the above. All the above. He's saying, I want you to have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. How many people could use about 30 times more of that than you got? Right? Yeah? And how many people think in terms of good works, God, I've got so much good that I would like to be, let me get out and start doing the good. I'd like to do a lot more good than I'm doing. And how many people think this? God, wouldn't it be beautiful if 30, 60, or 100 people would eternally be changed because of my influence? God, can you just use me? Does that make sense? And, and you know what's interesting? is when he says that about 30, 60, or 100. When Mark tells the same story, Mark says, produces 30 or 60 or 100 times what was sown, When Matthew tells the story, he says 160 or 30 times what was sown. And it is so beautiful because Matthew speaking to a bunch of Jews who are all about works and measuring their goodness by how much they get done. Wasn't it beautiful that he counted down instead of up? Because so many people think, well, there are okay Christians, super Christians, and super-duper Christians, right? And so if you're an okay Christian, you're bearing a little fruit, a little more fruit, you're a super Christian, and then you're a super-duper Christian if you're at this level. And he just spins it around and goes, we aren't, we aren't measuring our greatness. All I'm telling you is, is you're going to bear fruit in a lot of it. 30 is a real good crop. 100 is what y'all read in, in Genesis 26, where Isaac became rich off of God blessing him with a hundredfold crop. That's huge. But God's saying, it doesn't make you a better Christian if you have a huger, huger crop. Isn't that a great word, huger? <laughs> the um, some people look at Christ United, and you know we have like what tw- 25 people saved on, or whatever it was on on Christmas Eve. It was like awesome, and week in and week out, we'll have you know four or five people at times just giving their lives to Jesus. And, and people go like, whoa, man, aren't they doing great? There are people who serve in places where them bringing four people to Jesus over a year is just as fruitful as we are. We're just in an environment where there's a lot of people who need Jesus. Does that make sense? And there isn't a bit of difference between the fruitfulness value of a, of a church like this that sees hundreds of people come to know Jesus and a church in a place where there are only ten lost people in town. They got all ten of them. They did better than us. Does that make sense? And so so here's the thing. God's just saying, I just want you to be fruitful. And last week I said, I believe with all my heart that God's going to take this church from 1,000 to 2,000 this year. And there there are some other people who believe that, but only a a couple, honestly, who who are just prayer partners of mine who think the same thing. I just want to tell you something about that. Don't take that one to the bank. Because the Bible doesn't say Christ United will grow from 1,000 to 2,000 in 2018, right? It's something I think is true, and if I'm wrong, you can go right. He was wrong. I've been wrong before. But I can tell you something for absolute certain without a shadow of a doubt. I believe we'll go from 1,000 to 2,000 this year. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah? I really do. But y'all, I could be wrong. <laughs> but listen to this: I know. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt without one hair of doubt that if you will let his word get in your heart and let him set roots within you, if you will have a softened heart and you'll allow him to break through the hardness of your heart today, if you will let him break up the soil and you'll begin to allow his word to get in you and you be in his word and you allow those roots to get within you, if you do that, I promise you there is absolutely no doubt you will bear fruit 160 or thirty times what was sown that is true and there is no doubt about it because I didn't say it he said it you get it you want to bear some fruit let's bear some fruit I love the way he says it in the book of Colossians he says so then it's Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 and 7 just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord continue to live your lives in him rooted and built up in him right strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Come on, let's get in there and let's bear fruit. What happens if everybody in here sets your roots deep and bears fruit 30, 60, and 100 times what was sown? My predictions are going to be way low. Agreed? Way low. Let's bear some fruit. So here's your business, guys. Here's your business. I want to get you courageous. I, I want to say this altar is open up here, and it's open for people who need to come down and say, God, I have never, ever let you in my heart. I am that calloused heart. Maybe I've heard it my whole life and never let you break through and put your seed in me and change me. Or maybe I never heard it before today, and I just couldn't believe something that beautiful could be true. But I'm going to let you break through that hardness, and I'm going to let you get in my heart. And God, I'm going to ask you to come and change my life. You're the most important person in the room. You come down and you say, God, break my heart. Get in my heart. Take my heart. I want to bear fruit for you. I want a a new kind of life. I want this beautiful news of the kingdom. I want to be forgiven and I want to be changed. Anybody here want to be forgiven and changed? He says, you come up here today. Somebody else is here today and God's saying to you, you are shallow. You need to come and fall on your face before me and beg me to remove the rocks to dig deep, even if it hurts. And you need to say to me today, God, I commit every day, I'm going to be in your word and your word in me. I'm going to let some roots grow in my life. And somebody else here needs to do some serious weed control. You need to come and say, God, I got something that needs to be plucked out or it's going to choke me out. Or I got some stuff that's so big, I'm going to need some help getting it removed. But I'm going to leave here free. We invite you to stand and come as the praise team leads us.
1: All I have in these hands and multiply God all that I am and find my heart on the altar again set me on fire set me on fire oh take all I have in these hands and multiply God all that i am and find my heart on the altar again set me on fire set me on fire here i
2: You'll tell
0: God, here we are, and our arms wide open, gracefully broken. God, thank you for breaking through. Thank you for setting deep, deep roots of your word into our hearts and our lives. God, we want to bear fruit for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, right? Right? If God spoke to you about something that needs to be plucked in your C group, share it. I watch people tank and dive and watch Lives Wrecked all the time who are in groups like C groups and aren't honest. If there's something in your life that needs to be plucked out, tell them. If there's something big in your life that you need some help rooting out, get them to help you. If you're not in a C group, get in one so you can get that help. This week in your C groups, you're going to be answering the question, which kind of soil is my heart? That's a good one, right? Which kind of soil is my heart? And what am I going to need if I'm going to bear a lot of fruit? It's going to be a good week, right? But somebody here today, Somebody here today, you know that he broke through today. You heard his voice. You decided in your heart, I will not harden my heart. And you asked him, and you know he broke through. And he planted a seed in your heart. And though it be as small as a mustard seed, it's going to grow so big. It's going to make such a huge difference. But today, you let him in. And so if that's you, and you know that the, the beautiful message of the kingdom, the word that he would forgive your sin and he would take you into a new life, that seed got in today. Then we want to celebrate that with you. People celebrate it every single week. Don't you be ashamed. If you're ashamed of him in here, you'll definitely be ashamed of him out there, right? If you won't lift up your hand in here, then you'll definitely be among those that when persecution or trouble because of the word comes, you're just going to, I'm all in, but I'm backing out. So if you began today, I want you to courageously lift up your hand, and we're going to celebrate with you. I'm going to ask one other thing of you that I'm going, to, I'm going to go section by section. But if you lift your hand, I'm going to ask one other thing of you, and that is that before you leave here, you go over to the prayer booth and just say, pray for me, and let them encourage you and let them get you. We want to walk with you, right? That sound good? So is there somebody over here that this was my day. I let them in today. We want you to just lift up your hand and say, that was me today. Whoever here, this is my day. Right there, man. And I want to tell you, man, if you were the only man in the room, this whole day would be worth it. Everybody agree? Can we give God a hand for that? Right there. Anybody else? Anybody else down here in this section? Let me just see. All right. How about up in the balconies? everybody in the balcony up there? This is my day. Courageous. Lift it up real high. Don't be ashamed. How about in here? Anybody in here? Lift it up. How about right in there? Anybody in here? This is my day up top. How about down in here? Is there somebody down in here? This is my day. Come on. Be courageous. If it was you, lift up your hand and let us know. All right. How about up there? Is there anybody up there? This is my day. All right. Over here. Is there somebody up there in that section? Lift it up courageously. Do I see what? Wait a second. Right there. You go. Yes. All right. Anybody else in the balcony? Anybody else down in here? Just lift it up if that's you. Anybody down in here? Guys, we got some new brothers and I think a sister as well. So let's give God a hand like big time for what he's done. So um, defining all in. Um, All in this week is about letting him get all in. Right? Let His Word get all in. I want Him to truly set His roots deep in me and bear fruit in me. If that's you, we just like you to lift your hands to receive this blessing. And you just, as you lift your hands, you just know, just like those hands up in there, He's going to grow you, He's going to work in you, and you're going to bear a lot of fruit. A lot of fruit. It's going to be beautiful. So, Lord God, would you let every one of us here bear fruit for you? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, good works. And let us, let us, Lord God, lead others to this amazing grace and see their lives forever changed. God, use us to make a difference in this world. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: God bless you.